0: This podcast is only for the attention of professional investors in the financial industry. Outer Blue by Amundi Welcome to Blue Convictions, market analysis and asset allocation views. Hello and thank you for joining us for this month's Blue Convictions podcast. Equities have remained quite buoyant in recent weeks, which was largely thanks to the exceptional earnings season in the US and Europe. But where do we go to from here? Well, today we'll be taking a look ahead to the next phase of economic growth and inflation. Plus, we'll be finding out what we should read into the economic slowdown in China. Well, as always, I'm joined by Monica Defend, the Global Head of Research here at Amundi. Hello, Monica. Welcome. I presume you've had some holidays.
1: Hi, uh, hi, Tom. And thank you all. Yes, I had uh, quite a, a nice uh, break, but now we are back to school and ready to start again.
0: Okay. Over the summer, equity markets reached new highs, but on the economic front, we've seen some signs of deceleration. How do you explain this disconnection?
1: Well, this disconnection is something that, is, that has been in place uh, for a while. I think that now uh, we entered a, a market phase that is actually corroborating uh, our conviction of a stagflationary secondary of this scenario, which means that the economic growth level remains above average but the rate of change is decelerating amid a series of uh, CPI hot prints. So it is normal uh, that we are going to envisage a normalization uh, in the uh, economic, uh, economic path. Markets are balancing these less brilliant news from the economy with the policy actions. So, Markets continue to trust, uh, in particular, the, the central banks. Uh, Covid and Delta variant obviously are uh, risk and top concerns for the markets. We think that, um, in our view, uh, this is a bit uh, overstated, but clearly, is a, is a key risk to the to the downside. Uh, the Delta or any kind of variant or the Covid side would create uncertainty and lack of confidence on the economic normalisation. But central banks' accommodation will be key to manage the uncertainty. And we will look after the consumption expenditure uh, evolution in order to see uh, the, uh, the speed of this deceleration in place.
0: Thanks, Monica. And inflation figures have been quite strong recently, but the bond market reaction has been muted. Is the bond market too complacent about inflation? And what is the interest rate outlook?
1: Well, in the fixed income, we think that the current yield levels are not consistent with our higher inflation expectations. Just to give you some numbers, in the US, we expect a CPI to hold at 4.2 in 2021 and to move around 3% in 2022. In the euro area, we still remain around uh, 2% inflation prints for this year and the year to come. Um, in the US, we are seeing solid growth momentum that is declining and inflation keeps rising, corroborating uh, our conviction, as we said, of our second derivative. At the Jackson Hole meeting, Jay Powell was optimistic Dovish in particular will refer to the employment dynamics. The governor was cautious on the further spread of the COVID Delta variant and eventually left us with the impression that the Fed will move to tapering with no hurry. Moreover, he disentangled the tapering cycle to the hiking cycle uh, that will come later in uh, in 2023. The uh, tapering and rate hikes are two different stories. And even if the Fed will enter uh, a tapering phase, this won't harm uh, the, the financial conditions. Uh, in the euro area, uh, we think that the ECB uh, firepower remains Powerful, and will preserve the lower for longer thematic on the uh, on the uh, rate side. At these levels, uh, the, the bond ap- appears really rich to us, both in absolute and relative relative terms, versus the periphery and uh, and credit. We expect a range-bound regime to persist for the bonds and the uh, and the non-core. On the emerging bonds, uh, we think that they are still a key engine of income, but. Uh, our, our view turned uh, more more cautious recently.
0: Thanks, Monica. And in the past month, harsh regulation on the internet sector and common prosperity in China have really dominated the headlines. What is your view on China?
1: Um, thank you, uh, Tom, because this really, this answer really deserves a, 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 a more articulated discussion. It is not only uh, the Arsha uh, regulation that came in the summer, but July mass data have shown a broad economic slowdown in China. Production, consumption and investment all are disappointed. Um, the broad policy tapering together with the sector level tightening was the major culprit behind the slowdown. And eventually, uh, regulatory changes are unlikely to stop. They're expected to be paced and spread out in the longer term. Uh, We retain our long-term positive call uh, for for the region. Um, Moreover, we think that the recent weakness open up some interesting opportunities, likely in those sectors that are more insulated uh, by the changes in regulations, such as biotech and clean energy-related stocks.
0: And just lastly, Monica, what are your key investment convictions for the coming months?
1: Well, market are really balancing the less brilliant news from the uh, economy with the policy action, as uh, as we mentioned. So, uh, this means that we really uh, have to put all the investment cases under uh, scrutiny, because there is uh, really a tiny room for for mistakes at current market valuation that are really stretched even when uh, we consider the, the so-called monetary factors. So when we adjust uh, price earnings, for example, for the liquidity injections uh, by, the, by the central banks. Delta variant? deceleration and monetary policy divergences are likely to stay the dominating themes. How this is translated into our uh, positioning, we are overall neutral on equity with some protection in uh, in place. With negative real rates in the bond market, equity remains the, the key alternative. Um, in the short term, however, investors should start to be more prudent and uh, building some, uh, some, some hedging. Um, The earnings season, as as you were mentioning at the beginning, was really spectacular. Uh, We think 2021 had been an extraordinary year, but such an such exceptionality won't repeat itself in uh, 2022. Uh, at regional level, uh, we think that on a valuation basis, Europe is more appealing, and it has not reached the peak in terms of growth and, and policy action, so the uh, overall framework remains supportive. In the fixed income, we remain a short uh, duration. Uh, we continue to search out of income in the the periphery in Europe investment grade and high yield global credit including Chinese bonds uh, as an oasis of positive real returns for investors the high level of leverage is an area to pay attention to for credit but uh, it should be monitored uh, in a perspective of higher uh, higher rates um, broadly speaking emerging markets uh, we stay neutral in the uh, equity uh, global equity spe- global emerging market equities page we see divergence opportunities and this has to be the case in an area that is highly um, heterogeneous uh, we are more cautious on uh, on China because of the regulatory uh, wave but we think that opportunities are uh, opening opening up in the uh, sectors, as we said, that are more uh, insulated from the uh, regulation. On the uh, emerging bonds, uh, we are more uh, cautious. The perspective of a tapering for the Fed make us prudent in terms of duration, and we favor the high yield uh, segment. There are some uh, idiosyncratic stories that uh, we are monitoring, Cambodia, Thailand, Peru, Chile, and, uh, and Brazil, but we are watching out for the political risk.
0: Okay, Monica Defend, Global Head of Research here at Amundi. Thank you very much indeed. Thank you. And thanks to you for listening. We hope to have you with us again soon for another Blue Convictions podcast. This podcast is only for the attention of professional investors, as defined in Directive 2004-39-EC, dated 21st of April 2004 on markets in financial instruments called MIFID, investment services providers and any other professional of the financial industry. Views are subject to change and should not be relied upon as investment advice on behalf of Amundi.